1: Jeff, ako lang ba or talagang kakaiba yung atmosphere tuwing Valentine's Day?
0: Halos lahat ng daanan ko may nakikita akong cupid or heart decors. So, yon JC, pinamumukha sa atin universe na Valentine's Day na at wala tayong di.
1: Kaya nga minsan tinatawag din ito ng mga single na Single Awareness
0: Day. Grabe ha, grabe ang pag-atake. <laughs> Don't worry
1: Jeff, hindi ka naman nag-iisa eh. In fact, 4 out of 5 sa usapang Econ team ngayon ay single. Pero bakit nga ba tayo <laughs> Feeling ko naman, crush material naman tayo, Char.
0: Well, you graduated suma kumlao din nung undergrad, top of your class. So, siguro maraming nagkakakrush sa'yo. Siguro choosy ka lang.
1: Uy, <laughs> hindi naman ganun kadami. Sakto lang.
0: <laughs> ay, buti ka pa. Ako i wonder kung ano yung feeling na ikaw yung nasa receiving end ng attention. Kasi normally ako yung may crush rather than ako yung crush.
1: Ayun nako Jeff. Tigilan mo nga ako with your false humility. <laughs> but anyway, since Valentine's Day na, Jeff, what if pag-usapan natin today ang Economics of Love and Attraction?
0: Ay, magandang idea yan ha! Let's go! Ako si JC Punong Bayan. At ako naman si Jeff Arapok. And welcome sa... Usapang, Usapang Econ Podcast. Podcast. Ang Usapang Econ Podcast ay proyekto ng mga batang ekonomista na naglalayong gawing mas fun, relatable, and understandable ang economics. So Jeff,
1: why do we feel attracted to some people in the
0: first place?
1: Bakit nga ba tayo
0: Well, JC, from what I've learned from my behavioral economics background and borrowing some concepts from psychology, have you heard of the reinforcement theory? I think I've heard of it, pero ano nga ba ang ibig sabihin nun? Sinasabi lang naman ng reinforcement theory that rewards and punishment can be used to influence a person's behavior. Eh ba isa sa mga principles of economics ay people respond to incentives, so nag-response sa rewards. Actually, this concept was extended by Dr. David Gersha to explain the economics of attraction. We tend to like people who reward us, and we dislike those who punish us. When you say
1: punishments and rewards sa context ng attraction, these are not limited to pecuniary or monetary stuff, diba?
0: Yes, JC. Actually, he cited four possible sources of positive reinforcements kung bakit tayo crush sa isang tao. Una is yung physical attractiveness. ba mas attracted tayo sa mga taong cute, maganda, or gwapo. Parang sinasabi nito na nagiging reward ang pagiging pleasing to the eye ng isang tao kaya siya nagiging attractive or crushable. And then, a second factor that reinforced attraction ay yung tinatawag na competence ng isang tao. ba minsan... Kahit hindi naman masyadong maganda or gwapo yung isang tao, pero if talented siya, marami pa rin kanya.
1: Ay, totoo yan. Like kung magaling kang kumanta, sumayaw, magbasketball or volleyball, it kind of reminds me of high school memories actually. <laughs>
0: Bakit JC? Isa ka ba sa mga crush ng bayan ng kabataan mo? Because superior intelligence is also part of competence. E bilang sumakumlaudi ka, for sure may fans club ka, di ba?
1: Ay naku, Jeff, lagi mong binabanggit yung aking academic record. Pero I think mas applicable sa akin yung physical attractiveness <laughs>
0: as a criteria. Yes naman, confidently beautiful show. But anyway, sinasabi ni Gershon na people with desirable competence are more capable of gaining rewards which they might share with a potential partner. Kaya sila nagiging attractive or crushable.
1: Jeff, kasi kunwari yung girlfriend mo, yung head cheerleader or yung class valedictorian, eventually, makikishare ka dun sa spotlight na
0: ine-enjoy niya. Exactly, JC. But aside from physical attractiveness and competence, Gersho also pointed out that similarity in terms of attitudes and values can also induce attraction. And last but not the least, Gersho also suggests that proximity is also a key factor for attraction to happen. According to him, in order for you to get the reward from an individual, there's a need to be spatially close to that person.
1: Ito ba, Jeff, yung ka kasi yung tao ay laging para sayo. Yikes, ang cheesy. <laughs> it's
0: cheesy ang cheesy pahingan. It's cheesy but it's pretty accurate. Pero just to be clear, ha, these factors can go together. Pwede silang magsabay-sabay. Ngayong
1: clear na sa atin yung ilan sa mga underlying reasons for attraction, siguro magandang sagutin natin yung tanong na laging bumabagabag sa millennials.
0: ah, uh, Ito ba yung bakit hindi ka crush ng crush mo? Pero bakit nga ba JC?
1: <laughs> so I guess Jeff, yung central issue dito ay paano ba natin match yung mga tao sa isa't isat isa at dito si siguro, Jeff, pwede nating magamit yung ilan sa mga concepts sa economics tulad nung supply and demand.
0: Dibanga, nga, love and attraction happens between two individuals. Kumbaga, pwede natin sa ihalin tulad sa interaction ng buyers and sellers sa isang typical market. Ang pagkakaiba bangalang their interaction is not limited to trading of goods or services, given that the expression of love is more complex than that.
1: Wow, profound. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, Jeff, merong mga economists dati na nag-aral na economics of matching between men and women. For example, back in 1962, sina David Gale and Lloyd Shapley, na nanalo eventually ng Nobel Prize in Economics, meron silang paper on marriage. They thought of marriage as a form of a matching market, wherein you're matching men on the one hand and women on the other hand. Parang parallel ito dun sa two sides of any market. Meron kang buyers, meron kang sellers, meron kang men, meron kang women. So for example, merong apat na boys at pangalanan natin silang John Lloyd, Marvin, Ryan at Carlo. And then on the other hand, meron namang four girls, sila Bea, Jolina, Judy Ann at Angelica. Paano natin sila match in the best possible way? And ang challenge, mainly, is to make sure na yung mga relationships that will form will be stable.
0: Anong ibig sabihin ng stability dito, JC?
1: Ang ibig sabihin lang ng stable relationship ay, kung may kaparehas ka na, hindi ka na ng iba pang partner. At ganun din yung pag-iisip ng partner mo. So, borrowing from recent events in pop culture in the Philippines, ikorek mo ako pag mali ako, chef. <laughs> si Gerald at Bea ay hindi stable relationship dahil... Si Gerald ay nanglalandipan ng iba. I think mas recent yung breakup ni na di ba? At dito mo makikita na napaka-relevant ng economics even in showbiz breakups. <laughs> <laughs> what makes the dating scene tricky is that unlike typical markets, wala kasing price that meets demand and supply. So instead, hahanap ka ng mga mechanisms na hindi price pero magmamatch pa rin si demand at supply. Ngayon sila, Gale and Chaplin, na nabanggit ko, they came up with algorithms. So, instead of prices to match demand and supply, meron kang algorithms kasi hindi mo naman mabibili yung partner mo, diba? So, meron silang in-inventor na isa, ang tawag ay Deferred Acceptance Algorithm. At itong algorithm na to, it makes sure na yung mga relationship, pag minach mo yung boys and girls, ay laging stable yung kanilang relationships.
0: So, dapat pala, JC, gamitin natin ng algorithms yung sikat na showbiz couples para di nasasaktan yung mga fans masyado pag may major breakups, di ba? Correct.
1: Well, like in any type of market, para mag-proceed ang transaction between two economic agents, for example, a buyer and a seller, kailangan meron muna si seller nung gusto ni buyer. At dapat, meron din namang pambayad si buyer
0: dun kay seller. Yes, JC, pero... Let me give another analogy. tiba? in order for barter to work, dapat makahanap ka ng tao na gusto niya yung meron ka, tapos gusto mo rin yung meron siya, para pwede kayong mag-trade. Ito yung tinatawag na double coincidence of wants, ba?
1: Exactly. In order for a relationship to materialize and progress, important na masatisfy yung double coincidence of wants na sinasabi mo. Sa tingin ko... Yun ang madalas na nagiging problema kapag ka nagkakaroon tayo ng crush kasi initially, it's a one-way process.
0: Tama ba? Right. Kasi normally, we are drawn to a certain attractive trait ng isang tao kaya tayo na-attract sa kanila, ba So, hindi naman automatic na ma-attract din sa atin yung crush natin unless we also have those specific characteristics na gusto nila.
1: Actually, meron akong nabasang study tungkol dito. Sabi ni Robin Hanson, Pwede natin tignan ang mundo ng dating as something like an economy, kung saan may various levels of attractiveness ang tao. Tapos, yung may relatively higher level of attractiveness, mas may access sila to better romantic relationships.
0: So, ibig sabihin ba, JC, panang yung level of attractiveness mo, yung currency sa type ng market na ito? So, ibig sabihin ba nito, hindi uubra na mayaman ka lang sa dating scene?
1: Well, not necessarily, Kasi pwedeng nagiging attractive ka sa isang tao because you are rich. You can spoil your potential partner with material stuff, compensating the areas na hindi ka masyadong pinagpala. For example, <laughs> looks. In other words, okay lang maging pangit, basta mayaman ka.
0: <laughs> so bagay, subjective din kasi yung concept ng attractiveness. Eh. di pa rin kasi talaga yan sa taste and preference of a particular person. So, may mga tao na mas mahalaga sa kanila yung ibang aspects ng personality like sense of humor or maturity. Kumbaga, there is more to a person than meets the eye.
1: So, ibig sabihin ba, Jeff, there's still hope sa mga listeners natin na umaasa na mapansin sila ng kanilang crush?
0: Well, JC, ayoko maging KJ ha. Pero depende pa rin kasi, di ba? I mean, reality check muna tayo. We have to evaluate ourselves din naman, di ba? Let's use the economic model uh, proposed by Robin Hanson na na-discuss mo kanina. The main question is, do we have the level of attractiveness para mapansin ni Crash, di ba? For example, kung may Crash akong Victoria's Secret model, I don't think na ganun kataas yung possibility na magmukha akong attractive sa mata nila, di ba?
1: Malay mo naman ay patulang ka <laughs> ng mga yun. <laughs> well, I think part of the problem is that, Hindi naman immediately visible sa kanila yung ibang characteristics mo that could boost your level of attractiveness. So it means that the dating market is also prone to a problem in economics known as information asymmetry.
0: Though halos lahat naman ng market ay nagsasuffer sa information asymmetry. Eh. Just like the labor market, may mga information na hindi alam ni employer kay employee and vice versa. But, the good thing about the labor market ay merong existing mechanisms to bridge that information gap. Kaya nga may application process, ba? The employee submits his resume or CV, may interview, and all that. Sa dating market kasi, walang ganyang mechanisms. Medyo weird ata magpasa ng resume sa crush mo, ba? So, it means you really have to take the risk in asking her out. Parang
1: weird nga, Jeff, na kapag ka pupunta ka sa date, may dala kang printout
0: ng CV mo. <laughs>
1: Why not though? Job application lang. <laughs> love application. <laughs> Pwede. Bago tayong magpatuloy, Chef. May gusto akong ishare share na bagong podcast sa ating listeners. Sobrang relevant ito kasi pinag-uusapan natin ngayon ang love and attraction. Parang juicy and juicy, ah? Eh? At ito ang conservative ako. Hosted by sex and relationships therapist, Rika Cruz, na isa ring licensed psychologist. This podcast talks about everything you want to know about sex and female pleasure.
0: Ah, parang nakita ko yun sa Spotify at Apple Podcasts. May episode sila on masturbation, dealing with guilt, oral sex, mga technique, and many more. Yep, kaya subscribe na!
1: Jeff, this brings us to a discussion on dating apps like Tinder or Bumble, which kind of solve exactly this problem in dating markets. Dating apps are part of the so-called sharing economy.
0: Um, JC, can you expound on the concept of sharing
1: economy? The sharing economy is typically understood as an economic system kung saan assets or services are shared between private individuals, either for free or for a fee, typically by means of the internet. For example, there are famous sharing economy apps that mimic the existence of a physical market where buyers and sellers can interact. Ang mga examples ay ang Grab, Lazada, or Shopee. And now, it also revolutionizes the current dating scene through apps like Tinder, Bumble, or Grindr.
0: But mo alam yung mga apps nayana.
1: <laughs> User kano? Ka <laughs> um, I would like to invoke my right against self-incrimination. But kidding aside. The good thing with these apps is that they solve the information asymmetry problem kasi nagiging available yung ilang information na kailangan mo to
0: evaluate a potential date or partner. It also matches people who are mutually attracted to one another. It removes the awkward situation of approaching someone na hindi ka naman pala type. So bakit alam mo rin yan, Jeff? May, may app ka rin ba? <laughs> Ganun talaga nagre-research ako eh. <laughs> As a researcher. As a researcher.
1: I think yung existence of dating apps... It also underscores how much dating technologies have evolved over time. Kasi dati, nung panahon nung mga lolo, lola, nanay o tatay natin, paano nga ba sila nagkakakilala? Mula sa pagiging penpal, meron yung phone pals, and then textmates. Pero ngayon, maraming relationships na ang nagsisimula using these
0: dating apps. Pero ang tunay na innovation ng dating apps ay yung algorithms they use to match two people better. By stating yung preferences mo, Nasasala na agad yung mga potential partners mo eh. And it could possibly save your time.
1: Babalik tayo, Jeff, dun sa paper nila Gale and Shapley back in 1962 na nabanggit ko kanina. These new dating apps use modern, more complex algorithms, but the basic idea remains the same. How to match people in the best possible way.
0: JCPO I just realized that even though malaki na yung naitulong ng sharing economy apps to improve the current dating scene, there are also other problems that na arise from using these apps. For example, given na napakadali lang naman gumawa ng account, identity theft is a major issue here. Kaya naman hindi nakapagtataka na tumaas din ang statistics ng crime related to online dating. Based nabasa akong news article sa UK where reported crimes related to online dating have risen dramatically by 382% from 2011 to 2016. Imagine, four times higher yon JC.
1: Pero we also have to note that in economics, we know very well that correlation is not causation. But Jeff, aside from that problem, masasabi rin natin na hindi rin healthy ang apps na ito for those who are looking for romantic relationship. Karamihan kasi ng mga app users na ito ay hookups lang naman ng hanap. In fact, there's a survey na ginawa sa US among college students. Lumabas na more than 60% of the respondents ang nagsabi na ang main motivation nila to be on Tinder ay either for confidence boosting, procrastination, or for hookups. At less than 5% lang ng respondents ang nagsabi na they are looking for a romantic relationship.
0: So, ibig sabihin pala dapat i-manage din ng mga users ng mga apps na ito yung kanilang expectations sa online dating market scene. Speaking of relationships, maaari nyo pong pakinggan ng unang dalawang episodes ng Usapang Econ Podcast tungkol sa pagpapakasal.
1: Nalala ko pinag-usapan namin do ni Mayen, yung laging tanong nila tita at tito sa reunion at ito yung, bakit hindi ka pa nagpapakasal? So nakita natin, Jeff, na super nag-evolve na talaga ang dating scene. Ngayon, napakarami ng bagong technologies like dating apps and algorithms
0: that can help people find love. Napadali talaga ng technologies ng dating ha? Pero JC, sa tingin mo ba, at the end of the day, mas madali ba ngayon humanap ng true love?
1: Karang mahirap sagutin niyan, Jeff. <laughs> Pero I think at the end of the day, it all boils down doon sa pangangailangan ng mga tao na makahanap ng kaparehas. At ito yung isa sa mga pinaka-basic na problema na maaring maintindihan gamit ang economics.
0: So JC, bilang wala tayong Valentine's date, siguro panahon na para mag-download na ulit ng Tinder. Actually, na-download ko na, siya
1: <laughs> And in fact, parang may bago akong match, oh. Wow! <laughs> ako si JC Punong Bayan. At ako
0: naman si Jeff Arapok.
1: Ang Usapang Econ Podcast ay isang pumapodcast production. Ang episode na ito ay isinulat namin ni Jeff. Tumulong sa pagbuo ng episode si Trisha Aquino
0: at ang nag-edit naman ay si Nina Toralba. Sundan nyo kami sa aming blog sa usapangekon.com. I-like and follow nyo din kami sa Facebook at Usapang Econ Blog. At sa Twitter naman at Usapang Econ. Thanks for listening!